All right. Hello, everybody. Welcome. Welcome to another edition of the Gambit Podcast, where we actually interact with the community. I am Solobase15, here with my good friend Zareth, and uh, we are here to mourn the loss of Set 3 Datacrons. How are you, Zareth? Yeah, I actually really liked Set 3. Like, I, I found nothing objectionable about Set 3, actually. I, I know that it could get obnoxious with all that armor and stuff, but, I mean... That it was pretty straightforward. I liked it actually. Like there, I, like what was there not to like about it? Yeah, I thought set three was actually very well balanced and powered. Like there was no, I guess Malgus was kind of OP, but if you just used Supreme Leader Kylo, you beat him. <laughs> like, and not with a three man if Chippy is out there in chat. I'm looking at you, Chippy. Um, <laughs> right. So, so I mean, he was probably the most overpowered one. And, you know, we, we're we losing all the good ones. Like, Bam Burdekron was amazing. Bam Cooldown Reduction, also amazing, but not incredibly OP on the defense side. Sith Eternals were all fantastic, but not incredibly OP on the defense side. Like it was, it actually made them viable on defense, though. Like that, it, it, it gave you because yeah, it yes. gave you a pause. It was like, man, normally I'd take Grievous in against this Sith Eternal squad, but he's got eighty percent turn meter, just or I mean, eighty percent ult charge. Like I might not want to mess with this. This is just poor old Grievous. <laughs> right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. I think. I mean, I think out of. What we now have five sets. I think set three is the most balanced one we've had. Yeah, I would say that actually. I mean, maybe set five. We'll see. Right. Yeah, we, we haven't dug into set five yet. We haven't gotten to play with it. But so, so I guess for the first four sets, I will say set three was the most balanced. Yeah. Yeah, I, I really like the Prime says in chat. I love Tanky Sith Eternal. Yeah, I, I loved that man. He like, I love because we're we're going to be back to dicey. Like I'm going to have to just roll some armor for him is what I'm going to have yeah. to do. Cause I, I got so, um I don't know, hooked on just sending him in and not having to worry about my Sith Eternal versus Kenobi counter. Like <laughs> you just send him in and it's like, Oh, I didn't get, like, there was a couple times that they'd like ability block armor or something had happened and they wouldn't get my stacks. And I'd be like, that's all right. Sith Eternal's got it. And he did. <laughs> You know what's funny? I never used the tanky Sith Eternal Kron. Um, because my my six percent ult Kron just happened to roll, not even like spent reroll materials on it, just happened to roll uh two hundred and sixty something percent armor. Mm. And so it was essentially a tanky Sith Eternal Kron with a fast <laughs> ult. And so I never actually used the the true tanky Sith Eternal Kron. Right. Oh, well, and, and to be clear, that's what I did too. Like, I never, right. I never once used my. I had a tanky one as well. I think that one just ended up sitting on like, yeah, just, just random characters who I wanted to be tanky. But yeah, like the the six percent ult man, it was so sneaky good. People were like, "Oh, you only get six percent as opposed to 80 I'm like, "You're not seeing the bigger picture here." Right. Like I, I got you get your ult so fast, and it was so versatile, especially in threes, man. In threes, the six percent is so. Ridiculous, oh yeah, man. It's, in threes, it, it's kind of vital. <laughs> oh like, man, yeah, I miss it. Yeah. Um. 
I yeah. still have it. Actually, I think I already dis disintegrated it. In fact, so I didn't dismantle any yet of or any of my level nines yet. I should say, um, I dismantled the some of the lower level ones because I had to. And we should probably start with with this warning of you can preview the dismantling of the set and see what how much uh, data cache you're going to get from the dismantling without actually clicking the final dismantle. And if you're over 30 million, dismantle some now because you're going to lose out on, on all of that data cache over 30 million when the yeah. set actually dismantles. Oh, oh, that's why I'm doing it, man. Because I've yeah. been I've been saving up my data cache. Like I've I'm spending like crazy right now trying to get enough so that I can, so that I can actually you know be in a good place for my like I, I might have to spend some on set four actually just to make sure because I don't want that data cache to go uh by the wayside like that. That's important stuff. And I I would right now if it if they just dusted right this second. I would lose uh, about six million data cache. Yeah, that's that's too much. I think right now, because I I did a lot of leveling up and stuff today, so I think right now I would lose like two hundred and fifty thousand data cache. Um, okay, which, that's so bad. Right. If that if that's the worst that happens, um, I'm okay with it. Yeah, yeah, just a little bit. Like, yeah, that's just like a couple attacks or whatever. Um, right. Yeah, that's uh, right. that would be fine. But yeah, like six million. I, I, like, and I've been spending like crazy. I just, um, I've been like uh, religiously, and maybe I don't have to do this anymore. We'll see. I mean, they keep rebalancing the currency, and frankly, I'm I'm fine if they tinker with it, especially like in favor of more data cash, like. We needed that. That's that's an yeah. important aspect. It's been one of the most frustrating, most limiting things. Like I just like it, it annoys the hell out of me that I can't. I'm like, I would love to interact more with Datacron CG. Please let me. <laughs> and CG's like, no, 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 <laughs> no. <laughs> I don't think I will. <laughs> oh, yeah. you you enjoy this thing that we spent a bunch of time on that we want you to interact with? Too bad. Yeah. How, how does it feel to want? Um, yeah yep so yeah as opposed to my alt who only had a couple level nines of that set so <laughs> oh man yeah it's gonna be um we're gonna have so much data cache and so my prediction is everybody's just gonna bring everything to level six like even if you have a bad level three reroll if you have some good stats, you're just going to bring it to level six anyway. And bringing enough of these grunts to level six is going to steal all of that cash immediately. Yeah. Well, yeah. Okay. So let, let's go over real quick. Um, so what what's your farming plan? Like not not necessarily like okay first I'm gonna do the like bunch of sector ones and sector threes yeah. or whatever, but like what's your generalized plan to upgrade these crons? Because um, you know like you and I have specific ones that we'll be going for. Like the mechanics are important, but as we've covered yes. in um, through other mediums, like the stats are going to kind of be. I mean, I feel like this is gonna be okay. We get this. We get the main mechanics ones first. Yep. And then, but then the stats are also going to be like that's going to be a chase that would, that never ends. Like the the stats are so good this time. Yeah, I am, I am 
I can honestly say as long as the stat rolls are decent, and by decent I mean um you know they, they show you if it's like a low level mm-hmm. role or a high level role. And as long as the stats are decent, I'm I'm taking ev- like everything is going to six. And if the three and the six don't line up well, who cares? <laughs> you know, right? Um, as long as the stats are good, like I just go and use it. Um, mm-hmm. So my plan is I am going for Phasmacron first. Mm. Um, Territory War is looming. Yes, and it's it's honestly the best Chrono set right now. Um, it's limited. Right. It's limited to Territory Wars. Like. You're going to be able to get some use out of it in GAC. If you manually play it with Hux and Fu, um, you're going to get some use out of it in GAC. But it's a Territory Wars one. And it's it's a good Territory Wars one. Right. Well, especially like 3v3. So if if you're not, if you don't care about Territory Wars at all, or you just don't have Phasma, like so, my alt. I'm like, man, I would actually do that. I'd even get the Omicron, yeah. you know. Like, I, I, I do that for me, but I, I don't have, I just don't have first order. Like, I, I'm considering just getting that Datacron because I think I might actually have that team. Yeah. You know, in the next four months, but um, but yeah, like, it, it doesn't matter. Like three v three this month. If it's just if you're just going for GAC, you could just leave leave that by the wayside. Well, if you if you want territory wars, it's good. Right, three v three is just going to be. Oh uh, well, okay. Right. <laughs> uh, <laughs> what with, stat? What stats does it have on there again? <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. And the good news though is, the stats you'd want for the Phasmacron will easily translate into stats for other teams. So at least at least there is that where you'll get to use them on a different team. Um, yeah. Okay, so you're going uh Phasma first. What yep. what about what's next? Phasma then Jabba. Um Jabba's gonna be a big one that I want. Yeah, man. Um he's I can't decide on the Jabba that I actually want though. <laughs> because there's two different builds that sound fantastic. It's gonna kind of be like the Lord Vader thing now. Um because I want I want the Jabba that gains all the TM, like the level three TM, the level nine TM, and then who cares about level six? But then there's also the one that is, um, you know, a fifty percent chance to apply dots when you apply a a debuff, and then you gain bonus protection on the dots. And you know, Jabba is. Ultimate, like the ultimate thick GL right now. You have to fight through him, and so d- building that might not be a bad idea either. No, I mean, I think I think getting uh, uh, so honestly, I I won't do it right away. But I mean, this is our chance to build a really awesome uh, Lord Vader set. Yes, yes, that as well. Absolutely, like... same stats. Yeah, like that's that's gonna be awesome, man. I'm um, gonna love it. Uh, yeah, I think at Jabba, man, he's already kind of like uh, so. You know, people are like, oh man, Inquisition just like beat him so trivially, and um, right. 
you know, I, I guess that to some extent that's true, but I, I've seen a lot of people struggle against the double tank variant. Of, oh, yeah. Of Jabba. Double tank uh, and high dodge and Jabba, Jabba struggles. Right. Right. Well, the, the Inquisition struggles against it for sure. And, um, or yeah, Inquisitions. <laughs> I said Jabba, didn't I? Um, <laughs> I, I, t- I was just, I was just, uh, you know, repeating yeah. what i what i knew you had said okay so <laughs> but but yeah like he's gonna be a monster i don't know what to do like he's gonna he's gonna get so much turn meter he's gonna get so much everything like right not to mention i mean i that, the, my project for the next month well I, I mean who knows i'll probably get diverted some but but like i really i need to get that java team thickened up because yes. right now everything everyone's just like some mm-hmm. of them are relic five still they're all just like looking at each other stupidly like what what are we supposed to do like just die and i'm like yeah <laughs> yeah like if That's... you can steal if you can steal three banners from an inquisition team that'd be great they're like yeah, right. they're like how does how about two like <laughs> we can do we can do two i'm like yeah i do two and then they only get me one i'm like mother you sons of bitches <laughs> <laughs> i'm like the the only good thing about that interaction was then they they're gonna lose some banners on general skywalker right i mean that's that's like <laughs> all, all my opponents this week they were like yeah i destroyed your your uh java team with inquisitors and i'm like well that's not ideal obviously using an off meta counter getting good banners but at, it, but then all of them got a 57 or well just a 57 straight up all three of them got a 57 on general skywalker and i'm like it's not bad like yeah. you know that evens out yeah yeah, I'm I'm good with that. Like you, you just uh, you know put the I put them in the same zone. And probably that's that's probably not the way you're supposed to do it. It's not, it's not how the <laughs> that's not how the force works. But it's not how any of this works. <laughs> <laughs> but it it works somehow. It works for me. So <laughs> yeah. But but yeah, Java man, I'm I'm excited to see. Like you, we're gonna see walls of him now in territory uh, in territory wars. I think. Oh yeah, absolutely. Uh, we, you probably already are. But. Yeah, we faced Cop Patrol, so you know <laughs> um the the uh, we actually so the nice thing about when you play the top two guilds in the game in territory wars is you put down like a legitimate defense and you say okay we're gonna play until it's clear that we don't have to play anymore <laughs> which sometimes it takes longer than it, it doesn't because i mean i'm also in a good guild we're just don't have 50 javas or even 30 javas um you know and right. so like by by the end of the the night like before you wake up in the morning it's just like okay this war's over thank god i don't need to worry about it sunday morning <laughs> that's and as savitar says we're actually a tb focused guild that's that's, <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the joke yeah because <laughs> i love when people are like yeah, we're territory battle focused. They're like, oh, how do you stack up against the biggest guilds? Uh, like, you, you must get the same stars, or you know, the same. And they're like, yeah. no, it's not even close. <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, no. Uh, so, okay, here's here's a thought that I had though too. So, for first off, I'm I'll just say like so. I'm really like this. This set, yeah, didn't answer any of the set four issues, but this this set it, it feels at least so far a lot cleaner than set four. Like set five oh, seems a lot cleaner. Yes. 
after set four, I think we're going to really enjoy set five. The problem is the front walls that you and I face will all be covered in set four. Oh, yeah. It'll all just be the, a wall of purple nonsense. Yep, yeah, for sure. Yeah. No, I am I am legitimately excited about set five. Um, I think there's a lot that we can do. I think for the light side teams, like there's a lot of stat combinations here that are great for light side teams. So even though you're not yeah. going to have a level mm -hmm. three or six or nine, the stat combinations are going to be good. Um, and so for those of you that don't know, set five stats are just set one stats with armor added. But they did actually balance the stats a little. They they changed it. Um, for the health and the protect, protection, or as Meatwad says, shield, because he can't convert from <laughs> back end of the game to front end. Um, so it, it, they increased the percentages of health and protection. They decreased the percentage of health steal. So they did actually adjust the stats from what we had. Um to make it a little more balanced. And now, you know, you're going to be able to load up JML with protection. You're going to be able to load up gas with armor because having fought a 400% armor gas this week, um, that's actually better than protection. Like, that's not even a joke. Um, my, my CLS team that has, like, two R8s and incredibly well-modded were hitting, were critting for under 10K against the 400% armor fives. Um, it was, it was disgusting, but uh, nice. So they, they changed the stats. They listened to us a little bit. I do uh... think the armor is going to be OP because. So I, I have it pulled up in front of me where, you know, health and protection at levels one and two or five to 10%. Um, Potency and tenacity is 15 to 25%, which is a lot. It is. But then you get to armor and it's 25 to 40% at level one and two. Like it's there, they've stacked up this armor. Um so it's gonna be it might be a very, very annoying set. But I think I think it's a balanced set when you look at everything. Well, it's a set that applies to all the different factions, and like, like for instance, Ray is super happy with just stats. Like, she doesn't need mechanics to like. I mean, she just got Ben as a mechanic, anyways. But but like right. she, even if if you don't count that, like she just wants. She's like, give me some health steal, and I'll be real obnoxious. Give me some health and some health steal, and it, it's it's just gonna be awful to face. Like she's right. she's going to be a true power now. Like, I mean, she's already been pretty good. Like I laughed so hard at how like uh, we get rid of her set, and she still got me as many holds as she did before with the with the crazy right. you know quote unquote like set one broken crons. Um. Like she's already really good. Uh, like people just want want to deride her because like no one has her, I guess. Um, <laughs> that's but, that's the truth. Um, <laughs> but but like she she's pretty she's pretty good anyways. But like it, people say that the it was the mechanics that like because they're flashy and everything that that right. made her really good. Like the ones that I the only ones I ever got stuck on were the ones with really high health steal. 
because it, it was like you hit her and you hit her and then she just like just little she does like a little love tap on you and she's full health again you're like mother <laughs> yes like, absolutely yep yeah so like the mechanics are great uh but but i mean it's it's the stats man and, and like we were just talking about how we're gonna miss the tanky sith eternal like I mean, he's going to basically be the same if we can get the right rolls. Like, armor is going to be right. pretty tough to re-roll to get. Like, you know, I'm just going to basically, I mean, I think I'm just going to, like, upgrade. I'm going to be fishing for specific mechanics first, for Jabba, for Phasma, for um, for Supreme Leader Kylo. Like, I'll do those three. And then yeah. after that, I think I'm just going to get a bunch of uh, crons. Like, I'll, I'll upgrade the first, like three levels or something and if i like what i see like i'll just keep upgrading it and and then i'll just wait till i get to nine and then just reroll stats and just hand them out to to random people as i see fit yeah that's i mean that's pretty much my plan um you know i ev like i said everything's going up like i'm not going to feel the necessity of keeping anything like oh that's a good level three and just leaving it there um and one thing, so one thing we learned about this release cadence last season is you, if you actually grind Conquest, and you don't need to do the 100s for this, you will eventually fill up with Datacrons. You're going to get, between the two Conquests, you're going to get more Datacrons than you can imagine. Um, I, I can't tell you how many I sold <laughs> from hitting that level one sector one node just for the data cache and i just got so many crumbs and so you can afford this time I, I didn't say this in the past but this time if you roll two bad stats level one and two just immediately dismantle and move on to the next one yeah i mean i think that that's what's gonna need to happen too uh well and this conquest is actually so easy to grind on um on the nodes themselves on, on the treasure nodes is that what yeah. they, are we still calling them that i think so i mean i'll still mm. call them that we can go oh, yeah. with it yeah. treasure nodes yeah <laughs> neat so <laughs> uh, yeah so the treasure nodes uh, a lot of these feats a lot of the things for conquest this time like they're all they're all like pretty easy like they're all generic kind of and uh, like looking at it it looks like a lot of them could be grinded out on the treasure nodes like you, you know if you don't want to engage in datacrons, like totally fine. I, I I get it. Like we're we're past the point of me caring whether you have a, <laughs> a right opinion or not, or you know, like whether I right. whether your opinion aligns with mine more like. But uh, you're gonna you're gonna be able to grind some of these, uh, and you're gonna be able to get a lot of things that are really useful for your squads. And it, it's just it's fun, man. I mean, it's. I mean, we're probably, we're like, yay, this is fun, because it's like an extension of mods in a lot of ways. It is. You know, it like, is. just, I, I mean, my dream, I, I was just telling you before the stream, like, I would love to get a, a cron with 100% health and put it on <laughs> and give it to yeah. Grievous, because yeah. Grievous would be so obnoxious with 100% health, like, he's all, all his damage is health-based, like, or even just give it to a mall team, for that matter, like, right, just pretty good, um, but but yeah like that's and then I, I would probably bow to the sad reality of having to gift it to ray uh, but at the same time like this is this is a dream to be able to customize your teams in really fun subtle ways that you know uh, once once we get rid of the dodge nonsense i think we'll end up having a lot of fun yeah yeah i think so 
Um, potentially. Yeah. Potentially. <laughs> yeah, it, it's going to be really interesting um, because I like this set better than I like set five when it comes to the stats. But set five with the dodge is just so overpowered um, that what do you put more on teams? Do you, do you put the mods that your teams actually care about or do you, do you put just the crown that has dodge, <laughs> which is sad. Uh, so let me, let me ask you this solo. Um, this is a question that I've heard a lot of people say this and I don't know what to think quite yet. I, I'm, I'm leaning in a direction. I just want to see what your thoughts are though. Like, uh, I mean, and you've said something similar at, at the very least. So um, people say that like looking at set five, CG has learned, CG has listened to us, something like so, something along those lines, like because the stats, even though they're a little bit, they could be a little overpowered, like they're all stats we kind of want and we can approach and like Dodge isn't just like this, like big, huge, ridiculous middle finger that no one wanted and, and CG <laughs> you know, try to put lipstick on a horse kind of thing. Um, yep. uh, like, like, uh, did, did CG, is, is this set based off of something that CG has learned from the community and they're listening to us? Or is this just already pre-planned? They're a machine, they don't listen to us. They don't even know we, that we exist. Like what, what, where, where is CG's stance on this? Like what, what part did they really play? And, and the community, at large and their feedback what what part did that play specifically i guess um well so you know that meme that is one of my favorites where it's just the girl that says why not both <laughs> if if sure. we're being completely honest i think it's a why not both situation um because i do think that they learned from the health steal whether or not they actually listened to us or they just looked at the numbers i think they they did learn about the health steal because we saw we saw the change made in the direction that we wanted um so i i think that they did learn from that perspective whether or not they care about the community I, well i think that it's an overwhelming they obviously do not um because if they did Nobody in the history of this game has ever said, I am so grateful that Dodge is in this game. And yet CG made Dodge the sole focus of set four. So very clearly they don't care that much what we say. And, yeah. <laughs> you know. Um, yeah. No, I've, I've asked uh, in a few of my videos on YouTube of like, tell me if you like Dodge, tell me and tell me why. And no one, and I said in it as, mo as placating as the way, like, please, I, I right. want to know, like, maybe there's something I'm not seeing. Tell me, like, maybe there's this whole hidden, like, uh, minority or majority of players, like the quiet majority, like, maybe they're just um, loving the Dodge and the best anyone ever said about dodge that i could that i've seen at all is i don't really mind it but i don't really see it yeah um That's... so the thing about dodge and i think we've talked about this before it's it's mostly a cancer at the top um, it is it is mm -hmm. like 
the the average person in K2 is not seeing 100% dodge. But one thing that dodge is doing to this game is it's chasing away the people at the top. And like that's generally not what you want to do. Like it you're most engaged, you're generally not trying mm-hmm. to chase away your most engaged. Um and those are the people that are feeling it the most. I I I was having a discussion with somebody on Discord earlier in the day about they were like, you know, well, set four only caters to whales and yada yada yada. And I I had to talk to them be like, the whales don't like it. <laughs> like they are engaged with it because they want to stay competitive. Um, right. mm-hmm. I have not talked to a single person that has enjoyed their GAC this past month. Not at the top. Like, not a single person has said, oh, my God, I'm so happy that I just fought four teams with 75% dodge. Right. Oh, yeah, just because you're doing something doesn't mean you're enjoying it, really. Like, right. you know, the, the thought comes of, like, you know, in you know, ancient civilization, probably even like current civilization, frankly, like, you know, like, you know, we just don't see it that often of just like, you know, having kids fight each other for, you know, sport or whatever, like in the, you know, and it's like, or or even just like paying poor people to fight each other, beat the crap out of each other (laughs) for the amusement. Like, you know, it's like, that's not great. It's not wonderful. And you know, like the poor people are like, well, sure, I, I need the money. I guess I have to do this, basically. But, but like, they're just because they're doing it doesn't mean they are enjoying it either. Just because they're choosing to engage doesn't right. mean that it's fun. It's just uh, that whatever circumstances have led them to. I mean, like people aren't willing to give up this game, and I, I appreciate that. Like, I, I've gone through a whole range of emotions about this game. Of like, do I really need it in my life? Do I need? Do I need this frustration and anger, uh, you know, like whatever. And I I can't say I'm all the way through all of that yet. I haven't sorted through it, but like, it's not enjoyable. And I just wonder if CG, like how much money have they made off of the Dodge Crons? I hope that it was unprofitable for them. I'm guessing it wasn't unprofitable, but I hope it was. I can all but guarantee you that it was very profitable for them i would say it's probably the most profitable set unfortunately well there's so many stats you want man and uh, you know like so i know that you were talking about how set five needs to address the set four dodge stuff and i I mean i ideally that would be wonderful i would love that so i'm on your side on the ideal and uh on the other hand like i feel like cg felt like they addressed it in set four itself with all the accuracy stuff like oh, that's they, they absolutely think they addressed it but they did like right. at least from everybody that i've talked to they did not address it <laughs> that's i mean yeah it's it feels so weird like i i have i have three of my most important characters uh right now at least for for central counters like with with accuracy arrows on them like right you know, just out of, on a default uh, and uh, whatever. I mean, yeah, I I don't I don't love this. I yeah. I so I guess the thing that I'm really concerned about is okay. You say that the stats in this set are the same as set one. We said yeah. we have basically the same art as set one. I don't think it's the exact same, but but like it's the same colors at the very least, right? Yeah. Yep. Yeah, like the names are different and stuff, but whatever. Um. 
The question is, uh, and people have asked me this, and it's too early to start looking for patterns, really. But like, is this really like, is this set one uh, do over like with just new mechanics? Like, is set two going to have the same stats as we got like offense stats um, and everything? Yeah with different factions and everything, but it's gonna have the same stats in this set three going, or is set, I'm, I'm mixing this up. So set is set six going to be set two, <laughs> is set seven gonna be set three, et cetera, with stats. And then we'll just see different mechanics mix and match. I I am convinced that that's exactly what's gonna happen. And so we'll be, we'll see Dodge um, every once in a while. Dodge will reemerge. Yeah, I, I, I am more than positive that that's how it's going to be. Unfortunately, I am reluctantly in agreement with you. I don't, I don't think Dodge. I mean, you hear all the time, like people, people are like, "Can we please change the cadence of three v three? Like, and I don't think it's that unreasonable. Like, right. 5v5 is like the the preferred game mode for most people and it, for me too and uh, you yeah. know at this point I've gone back and forth but you know like 3v3 I like it every once in a while and it I feel like it is a necessary thing to avoid total burnout in fives but I don't think we need 3v3 every other season uh, but CG won't like they've they've never considered that as far as I can tell like that that's just like nope we're doing 3v3 half the time yeah yeah, uh, it's pro- and honestly, it's probably because it's easier for them to just have it on a rotating cycle, and sure. so mm-hmm. it, it's not about what the community wants. It's um, you know, what's easier for them as as their communications director has made very clear throughout the, this past week. It is it's more about what's easy than what's wanted. Um, right. Yeah, so, which is a shame because you know <laughs> it's a <laughs> Again, shame that interaction, man. So I mean, you keep alluding to it, and it, it, I mean, I I made I had a whole segment on it in my plan video last week. Uh, but like the community manager, man, it, it's it's like there's so so many interactions that happened recently, and I I couldn't even I didn't even put the the, the new latest ones in like. The um, yeah, like you you put one up on the screen right now. <laughs> I might have had them, um, uh, prepared. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. there. I mean, the latest interactions by CG with the community have been a joke. Like just, just a joke. Like the one up on screen. Obviously, the people listening to the podcast can't see what's on screen. So, one person says because meathead likes to troll like literally troll the the event server along with every other post that he makes and so um super healthy mm-hmm. yeah so one person he shows up when an update happened and you you talked about it earlier where the update happened and they didn't tell us what's in the update so one person says Hey, can we ask the nice man what the update was about? The next person says we shouldn't have to ask. There should be a post. And Meathead's response is, sorry, I apparently don't know how to do my job I've been doing for 10 years. And here's the community saying, hey, we want information on what happened in the game. We're excited for an update. What what came into the game? And Meathead, rather than saying, 
oh, here's what happened. Here's where the post is. Here's where, you know, the update post is coming out in 10 minutes. The I'm just finishing the update post. He doesn't say any of this. He says, whoa, whoa, clearly you guys don't think I know what I'm doing. I've been doing this ten, for 10 years. I know better than you. Like that's <laughs> that's not a healthy interaction with a community manager, right? <laughs> I mean, if it I've can't been doing be. if I've been doing something for the past 10 years, it means I haven't been promoted. Right. Right. <laughs> <laughs> like um, I, I don't I don't want to claim that I haven't done something that I've been doing something for 10 years in a row cuz like uh, that that that's that signals that people don't trust me to do anything more important. Um, right. Um, take on it. So, so uh, I just posted another one, and this one made me laugh a, a lot because so it's a mod in events. This is the guy that's literally muted people for over a week for criticizing Meathead, right? He he's literally the one. Um, and so he says to Meathead, "Any chance in future conquests we can kind of get the post ahead of time detailing the data card changes?" And so Meathead's response was. Well, I thought you folks liked reading, to which the mod was keeping it light. And it's like, well, we do want, we do. That's why we want a post so that we can read more. And Meathead, instead of saying, hey, yeah, you're right, says, well, why read a post when you can just read it in game? AKA, I'm too lazy to make a post. You can yeah. find out what changed in game. Yeah, this is the one I was thinking of. Yeah. Uh, like I, I, the other ones I've seen that, that made me chuckle. Right. This one is just like, why read a post when you can just read it in like why not why, why tell us about an update when we can just like discover that, that you fixed a bug in game or just right. like you know it would be nice if we were just you know not not all of us are right on top of the updates you know like you and i are all, like hyper aware of that a lot of yeah. times like Oh yeah, there was an update. You know, people people message us. You know, there's an update, but we don't know what the thing is. Like we know the situation, but the majority of the player base is just like I don't know. Yeah. You want me to so, update the game? Sure. And here here's the biggest problem with this post is you can't find the information in game. Like it, it's complete RNG of what data cards you're gonna find on each node. And they don't have a list that's easily findable of what the potential data cards are. So you literally can't even do what he's telling you to do while he's telling you that he's lazy. Like you can't <laughs> yeah, do it. Right. It's it's not physically possible to do what he's telling you to do. It's absurd. It'd be one thing like if they had an entire section uh, that was in game that was the designed to show off each data card so you can you know pick the data cards as you're going along then i would say yeah you really don't need a post because they have it in game you can just see it in game that would make complete sense right. but they well, don't have that there is right. no way to see what data cards were removed and what data cards were added like it's it's the most it's beyond absurd and this this is him talking to the guy that was defending him Right. Well, he probably doesn't pay enough attention to that's, actually realize that. That's true. That's true. <laughs> and MB Dano says, it's my favorite rivalry of 2022, me versus Meathead. And you know what? Just do just do your job. Like that's all that's all I ask. Is it is it too much to ask that you let us know when an update happens? Like, that's uh, <sighs> Yeah. Well, I mean 
why have a community manager? Uh, and like if if they could just post all the things in game and he's not going to give us updates on things, like why would we why would we even have him? Like right. Why, why put up with a troll? It's like, hey, you have access to things that we as a community would really, you know, appreciate information. We'd appreciate, we'd appreciate anything, uh, you know, more more than what what what's going on here. And, and he's like, you know what? Like, f off. We, I don't like. Right. And and so Savitar in chat says we all know the solution, and the answer is we make Savitar the community manager. He actually knows the game. He probably knows fleets better than most. Um, so he can answer every question um, on the forums about fleets. Um, so let's let's um, you know kick Meathead out and make Savitar community manager. I laughed so and, hard at that that post, like because oh, what were you gonna say? Uh, he just put in chat. I can spell red. <laughs> <laughs> that's good. And oh, that's the first half of Reddit as well. So you have that going for you. <laughs> uh, uh, well and that's exactly what i was gonna say was like uh, so you know meathead had that he's just been trolling us with this red like even if it turns into like he's been secretly hinting that we're getting red five like this isn't how i want to find out about red five like this is just obnoxious and annoying right uh, you know he's putting red in front of everything and then he, he just colors three letters r-e-d like uh, on the post of inaccurate uh, datacron stats that were supposed right. to be <laughs> That's my favorite part of it. <laughs> yeah, it's it like, inaccurate. I, I laughed so hard, though. Like, I laughed out loud when Savitar, like, <laughs> circled his own letters. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Oh, that, so, so good, man. The, the guy that Meathead then trolled that I was talking about that was defending him actually muted somebody for over a week because, because of <laughs> that post, and it made me laugh so hard. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, um, yeah, it's, I just, I don't understand, like, why, why as a community or as a company that's literally asking you to spend more money, um, and we haven't talked about the web store yet, but the web store is basically designed to make them more money. They're, they're asking you to go out of your way to enter this web store to just make them an extra third it costs you nothing but it makes them an extra 30 percent um on each purchase and they want you to go out of your way to make them more money and the sole person that's talking would rather troll the community than help the community like why should i go help you if you are going to put the person in charge hurting me right i don't get it Unless I hate Google or Apple or whatever and really just want to screw them out of the money, like, I don't see why I should inconvenience myself for the sake of a company who is just trolling me. Like, right. the one person I get to see that, like, I don't even interact with them, but, like, the one person that I ever get to see at all in the company, at all, like, their face, because Chrome is barely around uh, these days, like... right is trolling me like he's just like actively being a belligerent uh, whatever like he's he's just not uh, like an update comes out and there's no update post and he's like yeah. talking he's like hey guys how do you like the update and it's like well you haven't even told us what's been updated yet so <laughs> so yeah it's fantastic obviously how, how can i have some more if i don't know if i don't have anything yet you know right it's the s'more you know which like, <laughs> but but like uh, yeah it, it it 
bothers me on a lot of different levels. Like why, yeah. why, why should we hope they're like, if they give me an incentive to go to the web store, at, like make things cheaper for instance, but they're, they're not making things cheaper. They're just making things better for them. Like, I don't want to hook them up that like, right. Yeah. It's, um, and so, you know what, you know why I'm the most mad and this is, gonna sound petty and obnoxious it's because when that lord of the rings game came out right they set up a discord server for the lord of the rings game um Mm -hmm. and so uh, i will never play anything cg ever again well done meathead well done um but so I, you know, I, I joined their Discord server because I was like, oh, I might play this game when it releases. Um, let me be on the Discord server now and kind of watch how it develops. They have Crumb is there talking to people. Meathead is there talking to people. There's a Bugs channel where there's an, a developer of the game on there interacts with your posts when there's a bug report. There's a features channel where one of the game developers that handles the features interacts with people on the actual features in the game. It's like, there's so much potential for communication there. And then literally the game that has made them the most money that this company has ever made. And they have one guy that doesn't like his job and doesn't like the community going to a server where the head of the server is telling people to quit if they don't like dodge on the datacrons. Right. And that's their sole communication. Like, how, how, why can't you just ha- set up the same exact Discord server here? Rather than us have to report the bugs to EA help, convince somebody that knows nothing about the game that it is actually a bug before they send it to the CG developer. Have a Discord server that has a bug report. Like they do in their other game. Like it's not like this is a novel idea. They've already set this up for a different game. So the possibility is there. Um, If there's a problem with one of the events, have a Discord server that has the ability to say, hey, I was doing TB and it says light side when we're in dark side territory battle. Can you guys fix it? And there's an immediate response there. Like why... Why can't we do this in this game that's so developed now and it already has the community? Like, it's just astounding to me that they're just like, no, all you Star Wars fans, we just want to troll you. Oh, this it, this game has so much potential. Still, like, we, we still have years to go in this game if they handle it right. Right. Yeah, absolutely. There's a ton of potential to stay here. Take away Dodge and take away Meathead. And actually put somebody in the job that cares about the community. Weird, I know. Maybe maybe get somebody that has only been doing it for one year, because clearly 10 years of experience is too much to actually want to do the job. <laughs> yeah. Uh, this, this, God, this has made my blood boil for the past week. Just him, just... Because we didn't even talk about the forum post about the Grand Inquisitor. Like, read the room of... People are pissed that it's taking six months for the Grand Inquisitor to come back. And Meathead's like, you know what? You know what's really going to get make people happy about this announcement? Um, I'm going to send out a post that 
and I'm going to read this word for word. Grand Inquisitor is on a road trip in his favorite space SUV, making his way downtown in December. Like, do you really think the community is going to respond well to that? <laughs> like, of course they're not. Oh, my God. I, I know, like, five people that just said I'm not playing the game for the rest of the day based on that post. Because they're so pissed that they don't have Grand Inquisitor. They spent a lot of money to get his requirements up fast enough just in case he came back. And then they're, like, trolling people by, like, ha-ha, look at this. He's making his way downtown, guys. In December. Six months later. Just so stupid. Yeah, man. I mean, I, I'm right there with you. I, I like people, the, the way they've handled the Grand Inquisitor this whole time, like what you and I have called, you know, we told, we've told people for, for a long time, like, yeah, you need to be working on your Inquisitors and stuff. That that doesn't stop the fact that CG has mishandled Inquisitors pretty, right. pretty badly. Like they've just bungled it every time, every, every opportunity. They're like, Hey, do the marquees for the grant for the Inquisition. Like we, yeah. We promise the Inquisition are fun, but you won't know it by playing the marquees. <laughs> right. Oh my god, those marquees were just awful. Like, they made the Inquisitors look bad. The Mar Inquisitors are a fantastic team, and the marquees made them look awful. Yeah. Yeah, oh, well, and, and then they, like, you and I soft-wailed on a bunch of the Inquisition that, like, they're like, hey, Grand Inquisitor's coming, he's coming, he's gonna be here, he's gonna be here. Five months right. later, uh, he finally got here, and we were like, well, we spent a bunch of money that we didn't need to. Like, thanks, CG, like, on Panic Farms. And that's, some of that's on us, but on the other hand, uh, you know, they're doing the exact same thing again. Like, they're they're completely ignoring precedent of, right. like, they've the way they've always done these legendaries is like, okay, they take them out of, they take them away from people to be able to unlock for three months and then they you know approximately three months and then they release it for people yeah. to unlock and now it's going to be six months instead and some people spend a bunch of money to rush it hurry up i only have three months i gotta hurry up and cg's like hi you fail for it direct yeah you spent yeah. money and you didn't have to and <laughs> yep gonna get enough people i, I mean uh, you know never again is gonna start being a pretty common phrase i feel like it already is, in fact. Right, right. Or I mean, they and then you add in like Spotter and says adding Java before three of the characters are even on the table to farm. It's yeah. like, you know, they like with that they they legitimately, I think, cost themselves money um, because people would have wailed to get it if it was easier to get, and then they're just, yeah, nah, screw you. <laughs> yeah, I mean, for me, I was just like, all right, well, you know, I'll soft whale like I was going to anyways. I'm not going to, like, push, though. Right, yeah. Ah, God. They're, I'm so angry. And this is at CG. Like, that's, it's not even like, oh, this happened in the game and it's frustrating. Like, that's just straight at CG of active decisions that they're making and are they like do they even notice that's that's the question do they even notice the problem right uh, you know and i wonder i wonder what what the root cause is like 
is, is uh, I heard recently that there was supposed to be like some kind of change in management or something. How, maybe we're seeing the the direct results of that. I mean, it, who knows? It, it could be. I, I honestly don't know. Yeah, I mean they they keep pretty tight. Uh, they keep they keep it pretty tight on on who's who's in charge of things now. And ever since Carrie left, like they put, they've stayed pretty close lipped about it. Right. Um. All I know is that for a long time the game was a like was was happy. It was good. Like Star Killer was released. Like that was like the pinnacle. It was happy on all fronts for me at least. I know some people didn't like the GAC changes. I I think that they've been really good. Uh, you know the not the Datacron stuff, but I like I like the you know the ladder, the leaderboard, all that stuff. Uh, I know right. That. And and I'll acknowledge that that's not everyone's cup of tea, but for me it's been great and. It just seems like lately, the last, I don't know, ever since basically like when the Grand Inquisitor started being a thing, I like it just seems like this game has um, struggled a little bit, a lot bit, in fact. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, oh. So, so damn frustrating because I want it to be good. That's... That's that's the thing. Like I want it, I want it there to be good, and unfortunately, it's just they they have failed us in that. All right. Well, yeah. what what kills me? So they're developing this game, and obviously they want it to be successful. I'm sort of sure they're spending a lot of money on developing it right now, and they're not getting any money from that uh, development cost and everything. So they want to make sure that it's good, uh, but. Yeah, so the Lord of the Rings game, maybe it'll be good, maybe it won't. And I understand that they want to make it work, but I don't see how they can guarantee that they're going to be making as much money as Galaxy of Heroes. Like, Galaxy of Heroes has a, a different fan base. I mean, there there's overlap, of course, but, like, that they're going to be, uh, like, there's a ton of people already in the game who've shown themselves willing and capable of spending a bunch of money on this game. And it's like, they're just, they're not giving it any care. They're, they're like, we don't care about these millions that we're making every month. Like, right. And you know what? Let's, the biggest... get, let's troll them, in fact. Right. You know what the biggest problem is? I've seen a bunch of people in the past week talking about how complicated this game is and it's true like the kits are novels right now um and the the events like i'll give them credit in the unlock events they try and they try and explain what the kits are and most people just hit auto and skip past everything um <laughs> you know so that that's on us but like they've made it incredibly complicated you have to go to a third party source like .gg to see what any of the abilities are if you're not in game at the moment. Um, and they actively don't want to explain what they're doing to people. Like they're actively telling people, no, we're, we're not going to tell you the changes we're going to make. Go read it in game. Like the average person doesn't want to do that. Like the average person doesn't want that. They want something that's explained to them. You know, maybe the high-end people are like, cool, cool, I can dig into this kit. This is exciting. I can break it down. I can theorycraft to high hell. And that, that part is fun. But, like, the average player does not want 
to spend 30 minutes trying to figure out a kit because the people that release the kit won't explain more about it or a data card or the the new game mode that we have for the next three months and the people that release this game mode that know everything about it don't want to tell you anything about it other than pay money and get this prize at the end. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. I I really hope so that they announced that they're they're gonna have the territory battle launch um, oh, good Lord. <laughs> on December twelfth, so we got a month and a half, basically. Yeah, yeah, we do. And you know what happens immediately after that release? They go on a two-week vacation. <laughs> That's that is what happens immediately after that release. Like, hey guys, we're dropping this game mode. See ya. See ya in two weeks. <laughs> yeah, that that's the thing. No, I mean that's yeah. that that. Cool. Yep. See you guys. We really hope you guys made put a major release like last time. I don't even remember. I I don't remember what the. So I, I have this stuck in my head, and it's a long time ago. So when they first released Dark Side Territory Battles, like at, so they had Light Side for a long time, and then finally Dark Side Hoth yeah. came out, and it was so bugged that we only got a few stars, and they made a, a really paltry make good, and I was just like, well, that was disappointing. Like we'd barely right. got, got barely got anything done because it was so bugged, and the characters were too strong, and you know some of it was us not knowing how to play, but some of it was just like legitimately bugged and not working the way yeah. it should. And ever since then, I'm like, well, I don't, I don't really trust CG to to put out, uh, you know, have a good territory battle release. And yeah, right before Christmas, I'm, I'm skeptical. We'll see. I hope it's good though. I'll tell you what, like, you know, we're we're frustrated about a, a lot of stuff, and I think that's pretty legit, legitimate. Uh, I do think that there's there's some positive signs at the very least. Like, I mean, if if we want this game to live, like the web store. I don't think they put the effort in for to put to make a web store for a game that they don't think is going to last for a good long while, for instance. Yeah, um, I mean, yes, I, I agree with you there, but they've got to do better. Sure. <laughs> you oh, know? Yeah, they do. Uh, they do. To make it happen, they need to do better, and they're all the events of the past two weeks have shown that they don't want to do better. Yeah. That's, that's, you know, or at least their face, you know, the person that they're choosing to face the public, they don't want to do better. And we'll see. Um, you know, uh, the fact that Ben Swolo came out with four different bugs when he was in the game for three months yeah. is a problem. Um, you know, one of the podcast questions we have for today is which feats do you think are going to be bugged? Because mm -hmm. people just expect it now. And they're right because there's a feat that's required that says the word res or I forget if it's a feat or a card, but it says resistance because it's based on last like the wording in it is still based on last conquest. Like it's just they copied and pasted in game essentially and didn't fix the wording. And it's like those those little things polish. It's it's what we call polish. And 
they haven't had polish in six months, which is scary. It's a scary thought that they just, and maybe it is that they changed leadership and they're in an interim and the guy that's currently in charge is doing four things at once because he's interim. Like, I don't know, but they, whatever they're doing, it's not right right now. And if you want to keep the game going for the next three years, and I want them to keep the game going for the next three years, get better. Just get better. Yeah, I mean, for the first time in a very long time, I've contemplated actually trying a different game, you know, to maybe like start streaming or making content for him. Like, I don't know. I the the level of negativity around uh, surrounding this game right now is is just at an all time high. Um, it is. Uh, that being said, they are still developing some interesting character kits and things like that. That part hasn't gone downhill that much. I don't feel like. No, no. the The character kit design is actually really good. It's just <laughs> bugged when they're released. Um, yeah. But the the kit designs themselves are fantastic. They've been pretty good. We actually have the thing of three that we can talk about today, don't we? Um. Yes. Between the, if you count the ship, then it's three. Yeah. Did we talk about the droids last week? I don't. I don't remember the. Uh, no, I think we did talk about them last. I don't remember when they're released. Hold on, I have the forum pulled up. I can actually tell you. Um, arena and character strategy. Let's see. They came out. Yeah, they came out before our podcast last week. Yeah, I think we talked about them a little bit. I um, I do too. I think I when I was prepping, I had only the ship as new to talk about. Mm. Yeah, the the ship looks interesting though. The ship and the ship looks really fun. I can't wait to see how we use it. Oh, that's for, good. Go ahead. Yeah. I, I was just gonna say for those that weren't aware, it's the new conquest unit is a ship. It's called Scythe. Um right. uh, and it and it it so it has a cool ability that if you use Tarkin to start the fight, like as your cap ship, and this ship is in the starting lineup, you start 5v3. It summons two additional TIE fighters to start with you. Right. Which, I mean, that, it depends. It depends, too. Like, uh, I'm, I'm curious if we're all going to have a Relic 9 fifth brother, or all as in, like, the really competitive community. Um you know, Relic 9 Grand Inquisitor, Relic 9 Fifth Brother, or Relic 10, for that matter, because it's probably right around the corner. But, uh, you know, just because we want those TIE Fighters to be stronger. Oh, you know what? Lysias had... Lysias the Fox had a post about that today. And I meant to save it, so now I have to find it. Um, oh, I didn't see it. I, I, th uh, I think he did it in our Alliance mm. chat. Um, yeah, okay. So the summon ties uh, will scale off the ship's stats. This includes speed, and 40% of side speed will add to the ties. Um, and summon ties have access to the crew unique ability of the TIE Fighters, um, but it's going to be like the Vulture Droids that get summoned where its abilities will be level 1. So level 9 
I don't want to say it. On Grand Inquisitor and Fifth Brother might actually might actually happen. Um, okay, <laughs> but it I might mean, not. That... It mightn't. Right, that's, that's the old <laughs> saying. It mightn't. Um, <laughs> right. Oh, yeah. I mean, you never know. They might just be good enough at, at you know relic. But I mean, I don't see a world where the big guilds are prescribing like oh just get your fifth brother up to relic seven like i i feel like relic eight is probably uh, i don't know like well because you're doing damage you're doing extra damage you're being you're surviving better yeah it, it really does depend though um you might not like you just might not need it um so it, it depends on what the strategy is like is is just being 5v3 enough i kind of think you want to start undersized and i might be wrong here it depends like again it depends on the counters but you can't bring in tie interceptor if you start this ship right oh there's all sorts of weird problems Uh, like so if you try Okay, so if you want to bring him in later, uh, you know, like as, as reinforcements, then him coming in, he, he can bring two reinforcements, but you have to rely on one of your own ships to already be dead. Right. He, he'll come in, take the fourth slot. One of his summon TIE fighters will show up, take the fifth slot. And then the, the last one, the sixth slot, does, doesn't exist, and that TIE fighter just doesn't show up. It's just gone. Right. So... Yeah. Yeah, I mean, there's all sorts of questions. What do you think of the fact that uh, so TIE, Tie Interceptor and Razor Crest were both released at lower star levels uh, to be able to, you know, like we could yeah. unlock them before Conquest was even over. Uh, you know, we could unlock them at four or five stars, whatever it was. This one is purely seven star unlock. Yeah, I mean, this is CG trolling at, at its best, right? And when I say trolling, I actually don't mean it here, but this is people saw that a five-star TIE Interceptor was enough after they unlocked it after the second conquest. And so they didn't have to push as hard. So I think they were just like, nah, we're not doing that again. Um, I do think, so TIE Interceptors really hits like a truck in it if you have uh, second sister R7, but if you don't, tight interceptor is actually uh, good enough at our or at five stars. Mm-hmm. I think this ship, based on the stat scaling and everything, I think you're going to want this ship at seven star anyway. So yeah. at at the end of the day, I think it's it's more a nuisance than anything else. Well, yeah, I mean, it, it's tough to, it's tough to tell, really, like, do we really, how how useful was it? Really? Like, I, I know that when we all rushed to get TIE Interceptor, like, we, we had, like, this little tiny window of being able to unlock TIE Interceptor uh, for the, for, for, like, week one or whatever of, of a new season of, con, uh, of GAC, and it was like, okay, we yeah. got it, it's ready, we're ready, and then no one knew how to use it, and it was just like, Pretty anticlimactic, actually. It was like it's like the time, what was it, when one of the Ka guilds or the Ma guilds, they um they unlocked a bunch of like they found the, some like glitch in the, the event and were able to unlock Star Killer before territory battle lock. 
And so like a bunch of them got it, got it unlocked. It was like 10 of them, 20 of them. They're like, yeah, we got Stir yeah. Killer available. And then it was like, all right, so what do we do? Like they didn't even use them. Right. You know, like, <laughs> yeah. Star Killer wasn't that good for territory uh, battles or territory wars, anyways, uh, for a little bit till everyone figured it out and more releases were made. But, uh, you know, like, if we get him at five stars, maybe there is like this really legitimate, amazing way to use it. But, but yeah, like, like you said, I think seven stars where the money's at, anyways. Yeah. So, I mean, it's, you know, it's annoying, but I'm not. I'm not upset at all by it. Uh, it doesn't bother me. I know that some people were angry. I was just curious, you know. Uh, yeah. You know, and at the end of the day, like when when I tell people I I don't I don't particularly care personally. Uh, that doesn't mean that I think you're that other people's positions are dumb. I just uh, I don't know. I can't get triggered by every single thing. So <laughs> right. <laughs> there's plenty of other stuff to get triggered by this yeah. this does not need to be one of them um, uh meathead uh certainly meat face has has enough of my attention right now that's these <laughs> yeah what, what would you do if, if they just like we found out he was you know like let go tomorrow so oh, see this is why i feel really bad um because I don't like advocating for somebody to lose their job, but when they're not doing the job, like, it bugs me. So I would feel really bad if he was let go tomorrow, and then mm -hmm. I would celebrate it at the same time. Yeah, I mean, I, I think that's that's frankly reasonable. I, I You know, I, I would... I, I don't want anyone, like, who knows if he has a family or whatever. Like, that's almost, like, I, everyone... If you're willing to work and you know and work hard or whatever, not, not, there's evidence to indicate that maybe he doesn't. But like, I don't begrudge people having a job. Certainly, I, I don't. I'm not out for blood, really. I, I just like I want to change. And what he's doing, like he's done it for ten years. He's bored. Like, give him something. Give him a new role or something, because he's not. He's gonna cost. How much money do you think he personally has cost the company? Like, probably a lot, actually. Yeah beyond yeah. his, just his paycheck yeah uh i i think he absolutely has because he's i mean i saw him fighting today in events with somebody that was like hey this, this might be a better way to do it and they were just like no no i don't care that 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 might be what you think but i don't care and it's just like man that person you were arguing with spent more in this game than probably 90 percent of the player base so like total you know, yeah <laughs> like you might you might want to rethink how you're approaching that maybe um yeah anyway anyway let's let's move off of me head because there are um oh actually you know what we didn't there were a bunch of podcast questions that i wanted to address sure um regarding set five datacrons and then we kind of moved off of set five and datacrons but i think it I think it's good to do at this portion of the show you know early on um all right so we kind of addressed that one already set four has a java um datacron in the form of skip lando set five has an 
actual Java Datacron. And the question is, who wore it best? Um, so which one... Which one would you prefer, Scando with Dodge or the actual Java where he's going to take a million and a half turns? Well, I mean, from a functionality standpoint, uh, it, it does just seem like I, I would prefer to have uh, prefer to have the the Java within his actual Datacron. I mean, it's also really hard to deny the effectiveness of Java with a, a hundred Dodge. Frankly, right. like right. It, I think if you have a hundred dodge on a Scanda one, you probably you probably feel pretty tempted to just leave it on him and then maybe roll one up for him uh, once once that set was set four is dusted. But uh, you know, like that that way you you have he still maintains a lot of functionality. But I don't know. I, it's like you already have one on Scando. You may as well just kind of. I guess the other question though is. Do you really in three v three specifically? Do you want Scando as part of your three man squad? Like, because if you could just have a Jabba one and then have two more ideal characters, like maybe Boosh and Kersantin, for instance. I don't know if those are the best, but uh, you know, maybe you don't want Scando there in three for three v three at least. Yeah, I've spent a lot of time today <laughs> thinking about what the proper Kron is or what the proper team in 3v3 is uh, for for Java, and I don't know. Like, oh, I spent man. a lot of time thinking about it, and I just, I don't know. Um, How about I can tell you, Hoda? <laughs> Hoda will 100% be with Ray for me. If I place Ray on defense, Hoda is going with, with her. Amen. I have no doubts in my mind about that. Um, armor. I'm, I'm just being <laughs> foolish. I, don't don't mind me. Just just yeah. Just pulling a meathead here. I'm just trolling people. All right. <laughs> oh, you're meatheading it. We're making it an adjective. Um, <laughs> but so yeah, I it's gonna oh, be a man. thing. Like I think Kersantin has to go with Jabba, right? Uh. Seems like it. His kit is basically made for Java, and then can you get away with like Boba Fett on the team? Uh, why? So you like you're thinking maybe we could, because then you can use the Scando Datacron with Leia and somebody else, right? I mean, uh, if you can, I, I've always, you know, what I found, what I've found over the course of time is, uh, people, people want to split these teams up. Well, I, yeah. I mean, I want to, I want to split. Like, I want to take Cat out of out of Jedi Master Kenobi. Like, I wanted that since day one. I wanted to take Maul out. I wanted to do all this stuff. And my best result always comes with going with the more expensive. Uh, you know, absolutely. So, I, I I guess I feel hesitant to plan around like maybe maybe we could just put Boba there because he, I think it's pretty clear that Boba's Boba's not the ideal at the very least. Well, so in three v three he might be though, and that's that's not just me trying to split it up. It's Boba 
if you have a fast boba to get out an ability block, people, bo because um, the Inquisitors aren't going to work in three v three against Java. Uh, he's too thick, and you're just you know you're you're going in with not a full team. Um, and they're immune to ability block, but if you take away the ability block, you know, you take away the immunity to that. Like, a fast Boba actually has some teeth. And Boba, Boba, once they get contract under Jabba, gets 550% of his mastery, and he just starts hitting like a truck. So this that suggestion wasn't uh let me split off the team because quite frankly a scando team and leia i don't know who the third is going to be that's going to make that a scary team uh that suggestion is legitimately if jabba gets the contract and boba's alive like boba's just gonna wreck fools i don't know if that's the best team but i think he's not misplaced on that team Okay, I, I mean, if that's the case, I, I I'd be down. I just um, I I guess I'm not totally sold. And and I'm, frankly, I mean, I think that like the three v three team with with Boosh and uh, you know, company, uh, with Boosh, Kersantin, and Scando, like that, that was actually a fairly decent team because there was a lot of teams yeah. that just couldn't counter it, like because she disallows all of the, all of the you know out of turn attacks and stuff initially. Yeah, I yes, I agree with you, but I don't think Kersantin should be anywhere that's not with Java. I think I agree with that. Um, you know, it, it'll just be an interesting, interesting thing. Like I, I have the Scanda one. I it does it doesn't have a lot of dodge on it though. I don't know if I'm gonna. <laughs> I don't know. I'll probably just get the new Java one. Frankly, a new one for Java. Yeah. Yeah, well, that's uh, we talked about earlier. That that's my second goal after Phasma. Um, yeah, uh, but so first order is in the set as well, and mm -hmm. the question is, Hux Datacron is that that's essentially a Supreme Leader Kylo Datacron, um, or are you going to go for a Kylo specific one? Um, I mean, I I do think that the Hux one is is better. I the problem being, Hux isn't always with Kylo, and may, maybe that'll change for four months now. I'm I'm not sure. Um, I, what I do know is, that, like the the one that's only first first order only, it looks a little bit better, but I don't I don't really see. It's not better than the, than the Hux one. And I don't know. I don't see a world where Supreme Leader Kylo is with First Order and he's not with Hux in my plans. Like, either he's right. with, like, some weirdos, like some, you know, like, Nice Sisters or whatever, like Watt, Armor. I, I could see all sorts of things. And then and then he probably just wants his own, like, the one that, that just, like, when he takes damage, it, it hits people back. Um, either wants that or he probably wants the Hux one, in my opinion, like... If he wants, if he's with first order, he almost always wants hugs, in my opinion. Right. Um, yeah, so well, I agree with you there. I do think that we might find a home for a full a full Supreme Leader Kylo team in in countering Jabba with with these data crowns. Um 
I think that is a very real possibility that he ends up becoming the, oh God, Jabba has set five, here we go type of counter um, with full first orcs. Full first order beats Jabba right now. Um, they, they, it's typical Supreme Leader Kylo in that they don't get fantastic banners in doing so, but full first order right now, this past season had like an 84% winning percentage with meh banners. You give them a Datacron, um, and especially with Jabba's Datacron giving out potentially 30% turn meter to Jabba every time he takes a turn. I think having Supreme Leader Kylo with Hux <laughs> might be an answer to that, especially if Hux constantly has dominance. Yeah, I, I'm not entirely convinced by those numbers, to be honest. Um, uh, like every time I've seen at, at the top level, I've seen Supreme Leader Kylo try to go up against Jabba. Like Kylo just wilts. Kylo just dies. Like I, I've, I've never. But that's, how much of that is because of Dodge as well? Or because of. You know, I, I've seen people at the top that are like, I'm going to preserve this for a different team. And then. I mean, I, I took I took a few different versions of Supreme Leader Kylo first. Um, you know, I, I tried the version with with Hux and everything. And I, I, everyone's like, oh, yeah, this will work for sure, because he's stopping on the turn meter. And I barely got any turns at all. Like it, it was just gross. And then the second time I went in, uh, I tried people like, oh, yeah, well, you need to use the nice sister variant. That'll for sure work. And that that oh. also just totally failed. Um, and that was that like the. The two, like, I didn't kill a single character between the two of those attempts. And, uh, you know, I don't have a bad, like, I have, I have extra relics on the First Order team. And I, I took the good characters. I'm not saying that maybe I misplayed it or something, but the other times I've seen it too, I'm, I, I haven't seen it as good. Um, we, we may just be in a situation, I mean, my, my reading of it, and maybe I'm wrong here too, but my reading of it is that maybe we just haven't, We've seen a lot of weak Jabba's and Supreme Leader Kylo can mop those up and the Jabba's that are going to end up being the more reality, like Relic 8 Plus, are the ones that are just going to take Kylo to task. Um, I don't know. Yeah, I, I mean, I guess we'll see, but adding a Datacron certainly to Supreme Leader Kylo in First Order. Right. Uh, especially if they have the level 6 Retribution it's like Jabba's like, yeah, our team's taking a ton more turns. Oh, oh, oh Supreme Leader Kylo down. is countering right. into them. <laughs> oh yeah, well, and and now the Datacrons are going to mess up the the you know we're, we're going to see stronger Jabba teams, and uh, you know we'll see the numbers are going to be all mixed mixed up because like you know now they both have Datacrons. Like who knows? Who knows what you can trust? Like who knows what Malgus can do? No one does. Right. Yeah. Oh God, Melgus without set three is going to be the the biggest wild card. I think a lot of people are expecting to use gas against him again in three v three, which will. I don't know if that's actually going to work. Um, well, a lot of people gonna... put him relic nine, so yeah. 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 yeah we're gonna find out there. All, all I know is that people are like, oh, yeah, like, go use General Skywalker in Territory Wars um, against Malgus. Like, he's way easier because he doesn't have Datacron or Omicrons. And it was it was like, I was like, okay, I'll choose, like, one of the easier ones. We'll try. And it was, like, the scariest fight. 
ever. I, I was yes. like, maybe it, I... it, it, that is not a good fight. Um, yeah, that, that wasn't enjoyable. I was like, I want my money back. <laughs> like we got through it, but it was like Relic 7, Malgus. Like what a couple of the characters were like Relic 5, you know, like that. Yeah. Not what I would call like the modding was a little suspect and I'm like charging in with my, you know, Relic 9 General Skywalker with crazy, <laughs> crazy mods. Yeah. And and Malgus is like, ah, sure, I'll die, but like you're gonna you're gonna fear a little bit first. <laughs> you're gonna fear for your life. Yeah. Then, then yeah. again, maybe now that he can't spam his his uh, special, that that'll be different. I right that God that that spamming of the special man, um, no bueno. <laughs> that's that's what I have to say to that. Um, but now his Omicron's actually going to get used, and that's going to be really interesting too because nobody really knows how it's going to play. Right. I mean, I've had it and it's just like, it, it's been worse than useless. It's like my Chirpa Omicron in on my alt. Right. Doesn't do anything. <laughs> but it could just have been advanced, advanced placement. Um, and now you're going to be like, oh, thank God I have that. Oh, yeah. I haven't really regretted it. I, I mean, yeah. Maybe I should have waited, but on the other hand, I tend to just, like, if I have Omicrons, I want to spend them a lot of times. And so, uh, like, spending it on him, I'm like, well, probably not a bad investment here. So I think we'll, you know, hopefully this will just be good to go. Um, right. But, yeah, uh, maybe it was foolish. Who knows? I, I certainly don't. <laughs> hopefully it's not, because I have it, too. Um, right. So I, I'm rooting for you on this one. <laughs> Yep, a lot of eggs in that basket for yep. sure. <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> oh, stupid, stupid set. What was it? Set three. Um, yeah. All right. Um, okay. Uh, let's see what else was next. Oh yeah. By the way, we're an hour and a half in. They fixed. They fixed the soft lock problem. That was causing most people freezing. Well, thank goodness for that. They needed, uh, man, the, the game was just going to die. In another month, no one was, they'd be looking around. They're like, why does, why did everyone quit? Right. Because <laughs> they couldn't play. So right. it'll be, it'll be good to see some of our friends that had to stop playing GAC be able to play GAC again. Like that, that will be nice. Yeah. Yeah. I, I was, I, I was excited to hear a few different people uh, talking excitedly about GAC after they've been real negative about it lately, recently. Like, oh, yeah, like they can actually count on not crashing. Like, <laughs> you know, just, just one of the, the really basic fundamental needs of a game. Of right. Like, if there's a game that exists and you want people to play it, then it, you need to be able to actually play it. So Yes. Yeah. So... Um, that that's nice. They also fixed at least one of Ben Ben Swallow's bugs, so that that is also nice. That's out there. Um, he now applies true damage to the entire team when he hits. That's so that's a good perk uh, that they did. I've seen him do some crazy damage, actually. 
Yeah, well, yeah, now times. that he's doing true damage to the entire team. I mean, yeah. those hits are like when you add them up or over 250,000, they're just like, oh, crap. That was that was an AoE. It's like the um it's like the Kyle Katarn AoE after he gets the, the 10 stacks. And it's like the first time he uses it, you're like, okay, that hit hard, but I mean, that's nothing. And then he assists 10 times and he gets the 10 stacks and then he uses the AoE and like three members of your team just disappear and you're like, where where did they go? <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's um <clears throat> I'm glad they're fixing bugs. So yes, yes, yeah. absolutely. Bug right. fixing needed, needed. Good, good job, CG. Um, yeah, you also... you only had three months to get that identified <laughs> right. and fixed, like right. all, all the millions of them. But yeah, yeah, yep. Um, they also gave Luminara uh, an Omicron. I know so many people were begging for this one. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, uh, oh, what? by the way, they, they screwed up. In so giving the Omicron, they increased her cooldowns on the ability that got the Omicron. Good job, CG. <laughs> oh, dear Lord. Uh, but it's a Grand Arena Omicron. Um, and mm. we talk about Grand Arena on this podcast. So I guess I have to ask do you plan on the Lumi Omicron? You know, when when it beats me to death, uh, you know, on a match or two, when I when I actually see it do something amazing, um, I'll consider it. Like the, for instance, I I had no plans of doing the Savage Omicron. It didn't look that great initially to me, but um, I was wrong, and it's good. <laughs> it, it is good. It's gotten me a lot of holds, um, at, at this season at least. And yeah, it's. If Lumis is like that, I'll, I'll definitely consider it. Right now, it looks like hot garbage, so yay. It, it does. It does. Um, she's very constricted on what team she can be on. Um, yeah, I, it's, it doesn't even look that good. <laughs> like, it doesn't, no. it doesn't look that good. Nope. Um, well, I hope I hope that it is good, but yeah, it's, it doesn't look good. Yeah. Um, Whatever. Yeah, I guess I guess we'll see. Uh, I mean, actually, you know what? I don't hope it's good. I don't want it <laughs> right. to be good. Like, just... there, there's too many Omicrons that I want. Like, my next one is probably going to be Phasma, and I don't want to be like, oh, but Luminara looks good. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I I like when they release bad Omicrons. Because it gives us a look at the numbers post that we can talk about, and I am not tempted by them. Yeah. Yeah, for, for sure. So, yeah, we'll see how this, uh, we'll see how it goes. How many people have applied that one? We'll play our favorite game here. Oh, yeah. Let, let me, uh, I was actually just pulling it up. So let's see. Oh, nope, not data crowns. We want Omicrons. Um. All right, Omicron report. Actually, first we're gonna have you make a guess. How many think applied it? Um, I'm gonna guess less than a thousand. Oh, don't go to Vegas. Um, oh, let's no. keep trying. It's higher than a thousand. Don't do this to me. Like every <laughs> time, I'm like, man, 
My faith in humanity is already at an all-time low. I, I just don't need this hit to my faith. <laughs> oh, okay, uh, let's let's say 5,000 then. Uh, it, it came in at 4,300. 4,300? Uh, like, uh, okay, so I, I can understand, like, Honestly, people want to put it on Hera because they, they've developed her some and that they have the tons of Omicrons and they're just like going to, you know, throw them around because they think <laughs> that there's a they're cheap, you know? Yep. Yeah. Um, and then they realize that they need three on every big, awesome character uh, forever, right. you know? Uh, but initially, you, you think that it's it's cheap, but Luminara, who has Luminara available to put it on? <laughs> Well, oh, that that now that's an excellent question. So let's let's play the game of how many luminaras are at G thirteen out there. Um, Don't do this to me. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, like a bunch of the guilds have luminara at G thirteen, just because they have everybody at G thirteen. So there are six thousand five hundred and sixty seven luminaras at G thirteen. So that's that's literally one percent of the luminaris in the game. So that's not that's not too much, more than I would have expected. But it's honestly not like horrible or anything. Um, <laughs> just most so most confused. of the luminaris actually. So the majority of Luminars are either gear 8 or gear 11. There's 110,000 at 11, 150,000 at gear 8. Nice. I think mine is 11 or 12. Uh, at some point, like, she's real easy to gear, actually, as I remember. Like, I, I just is. kept I just kept checking the gear, and I was like, oh, yeah, like, all of this is, is something I can afford. And then at some point, I was like, oh, no, I want that. And you, you're not getting anything that's worth anything. Yeah. yeah. She's at 11 for me right now. Oh, yeah, and she, she needs uh, she needs one of the Mark IV comlinks. Ah, that that would stop it. Oh, and and Mark Eight and Electro Binoculars, yeah, yep. yeah. So she's Gear Eleven. Yeah, I have her at Gear Eight. So we we right. hit that split perfectly. <laughs> right. Well, and both of our Luminaras do have exactly the same level of impact. Yes. As each other, right? Like, <laughs> in game. <laughs> oh yeah. Yep. Yep. And she's mm. gonna stay there for a while. Forty three hundred, like I, I'm, I'm, I'm just, uh, my brain just sometimes struggles <laughs> with these things. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. It, it's like if someone told me to like go bite the wall, I'd be like, how, how do I do that? You know, right. like. Beyond, beyond if I want to or whatever, like how how does that even like my brain can't process how would you how would you accomplish that? I don't know. Yeah. yeah. Well, these people figured it out. Um. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're they're good old regular wall biters. <laughs> Weird analogy. <laughs> Not even sorry. <laughs> oh, oh, Luminara. Um, all right, we've been we have a couple more podcast questions that we didn't get to, and we've been going sure. for a while. So, yeah, we have. um, all right, so is the new conquest ship 
enough to place the Grand Inquisitor farm ahead of Java and Profundity. Hmm. I mean, I definitely have an opinion, but I I've been going first this whole time. I'll let you take the floor first. Um, I think right now it depends on how close you are. If you're like, I need one more character to seven stars. I I might still do it because I love Grand Inquisitors. But if you're like, oh, all five Inquisitors are at three star right now. I would say go for Profundity, then Inquisitors, then Java. Yeah, I mean, so this is one ship. Like, I guess the question I would ask would be, like, uh, on a similar level, what, how would you place the TIE Interceptor versus Profundity? Like, I, I don't think yeah. that there's much of an argument to be made that the TIE Interceptor, like, if you had to just choose one to just leave your your whole fleet, like... I think you just choose Interceptor to go away almost, you know, almost yeah. every time. So yeah. uh, similarly, like this, this looks like, I mean, it's a scythe. It's a, literally cutting edge, but <laughs> it, it's, um, it's going to be, it's going to be fine. It's going to be good. I, like probably on the same level or even better than TIE Interceptor, but uh, like profundity, yeah, it depends on how close you are. If you're, if you're like, yeah, I only have one grand, one inquisitor left to get grand inquisitor. Like, I'll definitely get that. But right, it, like, if you have to wait for several months uh, while you work on inquisitors instead of just like hurry up and grab the profundity because you're only one character away. Like, what are you waiting for? Profundity is a galactic legend. <laughs> yeah, like, right, right, uh, and a more important galactic legend than any of the other ones, in my opinion. So, yeah, I yeah, I agree. Get the profundity, man. Yep, I I concur. All right. Um, <laughs> so this question was asked specifically by Savitar. I wonder. Hopefully, he's still around to hear it. Um, as the newest community manager, I'd like to know what everyone would most like to see from the art department. We've got tons of options. We have renderings, reused animations, or just a bunch of polygons thrown together randomly, if that's your thing. <laughs> nice. <laughs> uh, um, so, Savitar, as community manager, I would like you to put those polygons and pixels together and give Gar an Omicron. That's what I'd like the art, art department to do. Except for it's just going to be a picture of the Omicron. Since it's the art department, they can't actually design it. But just Give me a picture of the Omicron on Gar. Yeah, that sounds wonderful. That's that's a good use of the art department's um, time. Yeah. Yeah. Um, all right. So <laughs> on to a different question. Uh, as someone who just unlocked Java, I've been seeing a variety of modding setups for the Grand Slug and new Hut Cartel editions. Fast Java versus Thick Java versus Tenacity Java. Thick Kersantan versus Speed Kersantan. Offense Boosh against Full Potency Boosh versus Speed Boosh. Any consensus or recommendations on the modding front? I don't know. I, I've gone back and forth. with the, Like, I, I don't have anything specific. Honestly, like, this is just for Boosh? No, no, it's for, it's for the Huck Cartel in general. Yeah, I mean, it, like... I think you still need potency to be able to apply these things. I think that Jabba, especially when he gets alone, he he wants to be um, 
uh, a lot of times he's going to want to uh, it, like Jabba wants to be able to not have debuffs added to him so lots of tenacity I don't know what what are your thoughts solo what what things do you think are hard and fast rules um so I think you want Jabba I don't think you need a like 540 Jabba especially with the new datacron set where he's going to be gaining a ton of turn meter so I I have a speed set on him but I also have a tenacity cross and I have a health arrow um because the answer is tenacity is actually really big with him and when you build your Jabba, you know, Datacron, try and get some tenacity on it. Because right now, Darth Vader can counter Jabba. So load load some tenacity on him. Uh, but I think speed, he doesn't need to be super fast. You, you know, he's a GL, so you want him fast-ish. But I think, like... 500 to 510 is fine and give him give him all the thickness make make that grand slug a grand slug yeah yeah make him uh you know when you roll him out like make sure he's got plenty of rolls for sure (laughs) yes yes as as for kersantan i think thick is the way because Anybody that's tried to beat this Java team with Grand Inquisitors that's had to fight through an R8 Kersant and an R8 Gamgard and an R9 Java knows it takes for bloody ever. Um, so I, I think thick Kersant is fine. And Boosh, I like I like offense and potency on on her. Yeah, yeah, that's that's what I have her right now. Um and don't don't be like me like I, at some point i just threw on a bunch of random mods for chrysanthemum apparently but i had, <laughs> I, had a, I had a crit damage triangle for him at one point so that don't do that um <laughs> dear lord I, I think i think that um what was i gonna say for oh, i had i had a good insight but now i lost it so whatever you guys are on your own <laughs> um all right, last last podcast question is, uh, what what's the best data disc combination for this conquest? So what, you know, when you were going through the conquest, what what combo were you looking to assemble? I didn't really have anything specific. I mean, like like the Java one probably because because I don't have a like I, I have the one for him right now. It's it's fine, but. I don't know with all that crazy turn meter, like he's already such a no, so obnoxious. No. <laughs> not not Kron, the data disc for conquest. Oh, I don't care. <laughs> Let's move on. <laughs> Sarah, what what combo does Zareth have? Um, <laughs> uh, no, <laughs> Ray Rock just said that in chat too. <laughs> um, no, so I mean my uh... my conquest. Uh, build is the exact same every single time. It's um, two two zealous ambitions to make your supports hit like you know bazookas, and then uh, a voluntary vanguard, a blindside, and a couple of ruthless offense, and just let them kill. Just <laughs> go forth, friends, and kill. 
Yeah, I mean, but and that's a, that's basically exactly what I have. I have some right now. I have some ruthless defenses because they were novel, and then the other choices were good. So those are on, but eventually those will be replaced. Yeah, I have yeah. blindside of the zealous ambition. I did actually my second note. I got a massively overpowered. Oh yeah. One, so I I put that on for fun, but yeah, can't blame. I mean, you get the purple and you just put it on. It's fun. I got sure. I got uh, the premonition one early on, and I have it on. It's not even a good one, but no. it's you know what? It's it's worked. That's fine. I mean, early game, it's like a a, a purple is is gonna be good enough, right? Yeah. I had it before, you know. I could get other stuff on, right? Yeah, right. Yeah, and, and as for what Professor X has, I lit- I have no idea. No idea what Sarah's gonna do with that. She she runs Conquest, and <laughs> I do not question her expertise at all. You better not question it. <laughs> no way. No way. She's awesome, man. She she knows her business. So Conquest. She she's always dropping the acronyms for Conquest, and I'm like Admiral Akbar. She's like Amplified Agony. I'm like, oh, okay. You know, to be like fair. She, I forgot what AA was today as well. And I'm like, this this might sound, make me sound stupid, but like, because I haven't used it since uh, like two conquests ago. So I just, I don't even look for it. I don't use it. I just, you know, I just yeah. ignore it essentially. Um, yeah. Well, I just, I don't talk about conquest enough to actually have acronyms down for it. Like, it's not really that necessary. It's not really part of my vocabulary. I'm just like, <laughs> just go in and bludgeon some things. Uh, you know, now I have seven GLs. I just, like, march through the map. And yeah, good. You know, that's that's what Conquest has become for me. It's use your GLs on all the nodes and then grind the feats on the treasure node. Yeah, I mean, that honestly, like, so people say data con and it kind of, I don't know, I, I go in and out of feeling annoyed by it, like, Lately, I've just wondered where it came, comes from, actually. Like, where, where, where the the first person, because you hear so much. It must have been a content creator, though. I don't know which one. Um, but I think the more accurate way to say it is um, we're in Cron Quest. You know, yeah. like, that. that's what that's what it is for me. Like, yes, yes, I need the new unlock and everything, but that's a given, given the size of my account. Uh, <laughs> you know, it, it's all about the... Uh, it's all about the the crons though, man. Like, yeah, that's 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 where I farm my future GAC potential victories or or defeats, depending on how things land. Yeah, yeah, indeed. Rayrock uh taking credit here for DataCon. <laughs> it's Might a, have been, it's, man. It's a bold move, Cotton. Let's see how it pays out. <laughs> <laughs> that's fair um yeah all right so we've been going for almost two hours how how did your gac go last week by the way <laughs> oh yeah uh so i started three and three i went, went into this week three and three still in the top 50 and um first match was against a guy who was like uh i don't know i, I don't want to throw shade I, like yeah i mean th- this happens like so he, he won five matches in a row right so to get there so it was like he just kept climbing the ladder but his group like the the group he was in right before he got into this group was like pretty soft i think and he just yeah. marked, 
and no one had full cleared him the whole season and uh you know because he just placed some crazy you know he had some crazy dodge rolls on his on his crons and so uh, like he went in like he didn't have the optimized Qui-Gon team for like he had Ezra yeah. on it and, th- and then he had um star killer team with two sith or something like it, it wasn't a full it was right. a star killer team it was like you know i went in with the normal counter i was like gosh they, they just melted like it was like what just happened i mean I, I i knew i recognized it beforehand but it was still just like wow so i mean th- things like that i'm like uh, probably not a top 50 visitor normally um and like that that guy just lost all his matches um yeah uh, including against me so I don't think I think he ended up not clearing two of my squads at least. So the, there was that. Um, I got the full clear. Then I against let's see, Darth Puppy, um, and I, I thought I was gonna. So so Darth Puppy struggled against my against my defenses quite a bit. Couldn't clear my Malgus in the back, and I was like, all right, I got this. I got this. Uh, cleared cleared everything. Uh, dash team up front though, up top, and. Uh, I I used a Galactic Legend on it. I used a couple other really good teams, and I couldn't kill it. Killed Vander right away, and then just um, Dash killed my whole roster basically, and I couldn't clear. And you know, Relic Nine Dash with a good Cron, it was it was brutal, man. I I was just like, one of the teams I put in, he just like evaporated it. I was like, <laughs> I, I like looked away for a minute, and the next thing I saw was just this defeat. Yeah. So, so um. I couldn't clear the, and so Darth Puppy ended up beating me. Um, even though I, even though there was a really bad score on on their end. Um, and then <laughs> final was against Taka, which I'm really glad I got the ma- the the vengeance match against him potentially. Uh, like he beat me in the first round and um in the first week pretty badly, and you know. Oh, whatever like huge account crazy mods all, all this all the excuses and stuff and i was like man i really would really like to be able to win so i, I got the full clear but uh he had, he had five gls and everything and so uh, you know on offense i was pretty sure he was just gonna co- sweep in and crush me uh but then he failed so many times that uh when he ended up getting stuck on my uh, on my hux team uh, it was already over, even if you hadn't gotten stuck out of one by by a pretty big margin. So my defense held really nicely this week, and uh, I went two and one. Happy enough yeah. with that, and I'll, I'll be in a miserable spot starting three v three as well. But I think the biggest takeaway, I, I think the thing that I'm proudest of, honestly, is I started in three. Uh, I started started in top fifty and ended in top fifty. Stayed there the whole season and. Um, it was it was a tough one. There were a few matches maybe I shouldn't have won, but I, I, <laughs> I felt felt pretty happy about the result. How was your week solo? Um, so I made not too many complaints. My goal for the season was two and one. I think I talked about last week. I kind of intentionally threw one match, the championship match last week to to maintain that, and I successfully went two and one this week. Except for I started off against the guy that was. I mean, I was out-rostered, out-modded, out-croned, um, you know. So I, I ended up losing to him. I full-cleared, he full-cleared just more efficiently. It's the guy that had three crowns over 350% armor. Um, and yeah. Taka had one at 395% armor. Yeah. I was like, 
what even is this? Right. I took my CLS against his gas with over 400% armor. Gas just laughed. Um, Lol. Yeah. And so I, I lost that fight. And then next fight, I was up against um, a guildmate. It was Gambit fight night. You were away, so the oh, mice yeah. got to play. Um, and he wanted to make the stream interesting. So he just... he. He didn't tell me what he placed, but he placed four GL, Star Killer, and Gas. And um, you know, I, I was able to clear I had three GLs and Star Killer on defense, and I was still able to clear his four GLs and everything. So that was that was a that was a legitimately a fun win. Um and then it got it got to Sunday, and I was up against Calvin's guildmate for the third time in five weeks. And I continued oh, my streak, and I'm 3-0 against him. Um, he was kind enough to clear the front bottom for me before my stream. So oh, no nice. complaints there. Uh, and he actually did one extra battle before my stream, too. He did, I'm pretty sure, a Wampa solo against Bon Mothma because he got a 68. And then I did my Bold stream. move. Wow. Yeah. I, I dropped I dropped my Lord Vader fight and still scored over 1830 on him. And then the second I finished, he he started a battle against Jabba and lost, and I won the match within like five minutes of my stream ending. <laughs> and then, uh, feels good. Yeah. And then he attacked Lord Vader and he didn't kill Lord Vader. So um I, I am three and zero against him now. I will probably see him in two weeks because that's that's apparently how this works. We've fought every two weeks, um, and what's really exciting is going into this round. Gom was only five spots below me, and we both won. So it'll oh. be interesting to see after the skill squish where we end up because we are. We're within range of being in the same pod next week. Yeah. Depending oh. on so he was close coming into this week as well. I think he was seven away coming into this week. And so in theory we could have been in the same pod, but we didn't, you know, the, the dividing line was at a place in between us. So um it looks like we are a couple of steps closer to being in the same pod again. Yeah, that's spicy. I, I yeah, I wanted to be in the same group as Tass. It was we were right next to each other, but yeah, didn't pan out. Yeah, yeah. And I, would, I don't know. I I what I want something like that. It's <laughs> why, why do you wish that upon yourself? Um, yeah, people have said that to me too. Of like, they they've been all like pumped about the matchup. You know, like yeah, we're gonna face each other. And then they're like, oh, I have to face Zareth. I'm like. Well, that's a little ego boosting that you feel sad about that suddenly, but <laughs> right, right. <laughs> um, I'm like, like you're not gonna get any joy out of a match with me because I'm just gonna put like if I, especially if I, if you know me, like I'm just gonna put a bunch of like really obnoxious things on defense anyways. Like you're, you're neither of us are gonna enjoy this. Like don't right. don't wish for a matchup with me. Not not that I'm like transcendent and way better than someone who might aspire to face me. It's just. I I get annoyed by people who want that they're like yeah I gotta get to fight the internet guy I'm like 
this is what you get. Like you're going to hate yourself, hate your life, and then you'll win and you'll feel empty for the win. So <laughs> enjoy. <laughs> so take that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Well, so that's. Uh, we get a reroll of the level nine. Um, What's yes, that? I, I did enough. Um, got enough materials to. Ah, damn it. Well, whatever. Uh, it looks like it's going to be Supreme Leader Kylo until at least I can get more reroll materials. But the bad one, I got the reflect Supreme Leader Kylo on the level nine. Oh, it's not even the good one. Um, yeah. Uh, and on that note, all right. What well, else do we have to talk about? Not not all landings can be happy, I guess. <laughs> I get. I guess not. Um, womp womp. <laughs> yeah. Um. I I think I'm ready to just just call it good, man. Yeah. Yeah. Sounds good to me. Thank you. Thank you so much, everyone, for joining us. Um, I'll probably stream on Wednesday night to talk about this Datacron set after we've had a little bit of a chance to play with it, and then it's it's Gambit Roundtable on Friday. Oh man! Already, yep. That's exciting. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So join us. Join us for that, guys. And with that, have a lovely night. Yeah, guys, don't be dicks. Remember, evil sucks.